Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. And whoa, Bria, um, the social media haters were out strong for me this past week. The haters are always out for you, Nicole. What's new? You know, whatever. Can you just go grab me a drink? Because we're going to talk about it. All right, here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. And we're about to pop open a delicious bottle of wine. But Nicole, I'm not sure you'll remember where it came from. Oh, gosh. Seriously. Well, you know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop this bottle. All right, Bella Army. So today we are opening up with a beautiful bottle of Kiever Vineyards. It's a Cabernet 2013 vintage. And we're opening up with Kiever because one, Brie and I are obsessed with this vineyard, with this winery. Um, But we are pouring one out for the homies over in Napa Valley, Sonoma County, constantly praying for their safety because, again, we are going to have to rebuild so much there. But we absolutely love the family over at Kiever's. So. Yeah. Well, and Brie, by the way, how delicious is this? I mean, it is so good, but I'm... Uh, this su- is a 97-pointer, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say it's so good, but I'm surprised you remember the vineyard and the wine tasting because you were <laughs> smashed when we were there. <laughs> you know what? I should actually... You know, I have photos from that day. We should actually put them up on IG right now. So after everyone listens to our podcast, they could go see... How much fun I have when I wine taste. Ugh, I don't even want to see those pics because I don't even remember what I look like. I just remember I oh don't remember that wine tasting, but yet I signed up for the club. Oh, me too, girl. I remember when it came to my front door and I was like, what? I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, the photos are amazing. And you know what? It makes me actually, I'm really nervous to do my first wine tasting because I haven't had like more than a glass of wine in so long. And I barely even drink because I'm breastfeeding. And I'm just really nervous because I feel like I'm going to get so shit-faced and wasted. Yeah. I mean, I think what you should do is just wine taste with me so I don't judge you. So if you get really like obnoxious and annoying, at least it's around your sister and no one else. 
That is true. But I'd like to do it like around 11 a.m. because then I could sober up and then at least still give Mateo a bath if that works out. Well, I don't know if I'd trust you giving him a bath after a day (laughs) of wine tasting, but... No, but by then I'd be sobered up, right? Yeah. Well, anyways, we're going to figure this out. But isn't it kind of funny, like every time that you wine taste, not everyone, but you, you always sign up for the club. Because I fall for it. I, I mean, and I would do the same. I am the girl that... They, I never spit. I always swallow. I finish every glass you give me at a wine tasting. And I am that girl that gets buzzed at every place. And I love the person that serves me. I love the environment. I fall up the wine and I want to show my appreciation. And I sign up for a club. I'll never forget after Kiever, when we went to Farniente and you were super smashed, you signed up for the VIP. And I think that was like, how much? Who How knows? much was that? <laughs> I had a few zeros. You yeah. know, I'm kind of like, you know, when Nelly sings like, it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Like, the wineries are like my club. You know what I mean? And I get hot in there. I get passionate. So you take it's off just, all those credit cards. That's what happens. That's right. Yeah. It's pretty serious. Anyways, I want to talk about something, Bree, that happened to me this past week. That made me feel weird in the moment because it was just me and Mateo at home and I was just caught by surprise. I mean, I think everyone's noticed that I haven't been as active on social media just because one, it's really hard when you're taking care of a baby. I don't like to be on my phone that much around him. Like I feel guilty when I take videos of him because he'll stop kind of being as cute as he was being when I pull my phone out and then I feel so bad. I know I'm the same. Yeah. It just makes me feel bad. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to always capture the moment, but it's hard because Artem, I want Artem to see the moments that he's not around for. But so I was really excited because in the mail, I got a book and it was Haram Garcia. You know him. Yes. We know as authors and New York Times bestselling authors, but we know how much work you put in to making your first book to any book you have. And and the minute you get your first book published and hit shelves, like how proud you are. You're just so excited. It's such a huge accomplishment. So when I got his in the mail, I just remember that feeling when we dropped Incomparable and I was like, I want to post it out. I want to help, you know, just make, have people go buy it like a love post. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which was really sweet of you. And also it's great to support people in that way. Always. Like I'm always about supporting people. Yeah, I think me it's too. so amazing. And especially because I love that that's his passion. He has such beautiful photos and that's why I literally was like, I can't wait for you to be behind our lens. Cause how amazing it would be for him to get some like, you know, Kodak moments of us. It would be amazing. Oh, like sure. filming total Bellas or whatever it may be. Did you look at my comments? Holy shit. Excuse my language. So I put it up. Right. And then I, I tended to Mateo. He went back down for a nap and I looked at social media and all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, how did this turn into a political debate? It was well, pretty I'm cray-cray. not even thinking it was crazy. I'm not even thinking that, of course, the book is about the rock photography of the rock. He just endorsed Joe Biden. First of all, that never crossed my mind. Not once. Haram was on my mind and his book and all of that. Right. So I am just like, I'm reading all the comments and I'm like, I'll admit my first instinct was like, do I delete this? I don't ever talk politics. That's been my rule about my social media is I don't do politics. There's no winning 
talking about politics, unfortunately. And I just don't, I don't like the negativity it brings. I've always been that way. So I then put up an IG story, but I just was like, we need to talk about this. We do. Because it sucks that you can support someone, support a friend and their amazing accomplishment and how it turns into negativity and you get this backlash and it turns into something so political. Well, and this is the thing that bugs me even more about the whole situation is that you had to, in one moment, feel like, should I have not posted that when you should have never felt that? And it's crazy because I was reading this article saying how influencers now have to be real and raw where before they would kind of play it down the middle, like they wanted to please everyone who's following them. But now like you kind of get shamed for that. So you have to be real and raw. But yet it's like when people are real and raw, like I loved how The Rock was like, hey, I never talk politics, but I feel I have to. Good for him for feeling something and voicing it. Like who cares? I agree. We always promote using your voice. Right. So he's real and raw, what everyone wants. And then there's backlash. And then it's like, well, wait a second. So you don't want him to be real and raw. You don't want to know what he truly feels. And so it's like this weird thing on social media where it's like, it's almost like those pictures everyone does, like Instagram life versus reality. Right. It's like, is that really social media, even in our beliefs and what real and raw means? Because if real and raw means like JK, like, haha, just kidding. Don't think like this. Then I have to say I'm out. But I was like really disturbed by the backlash on your post. I was like, come on, people. And you know what I found very interesting was seeing the perspective of people who don't live in this country. Just mind blown that an appreciation post turned into such a hateful, negative political post. And it was very interesting to me to see my Bella Army worldwide be like, this is crazy. Like, why are you Americans acting this way? And it started to make me think about even the cancel culture. We are making people nowadays so afraid to use their voice. Here these past few years, we have been so strong about use your voice. Think of the Me Too movement and how far women have come. And so many of us publicly have been proclaiming like, use your voice, be you, be real, be raw. And now we're getting close to the elections. And now it's like, don't say how you feel. You might piss someone off. You might lose your job. You may not get this job. And I feel like right now, especially if you're in the public eye, we're, we're all walking on eggshells and it shouldn't be that way. And I, right. I put up on my IG stories that it's like, hey, look, Nikki Bella's account, this is all about positivity, love and light. Like I embrace everyone's beliefs because I was raised to believe and I've learned on my own that everyone is going to have different opinions and beliefs. And that, that's what makes the world go round. We're all never going to think the same. That's why there's Republicans and Democrats, independents and different organizations. And some people think that this kind of sport should be in the Olympics and some people don't. Like, we're always going to have different opinions, right? And I even look at that way in politics. I have friends who believe differently than me and I love them. It's fun to open up a bottle of wine and discuss. We love each other. We don't get mad. We're not hateful. And I just wish America was more like that. I feel like we are so far gone from respecting each other and loving each other. We want to cancel each other. And there are some people, do not get me wrong, that need to be canceled, right? 
But I just wish we can respect each other. And, you know, for celebrities, I just want to, I, I know you have some opinions, but I, I've heard from people who are close to me, like, you should use your platform more in that way. And all these celebrities don't use their platform enough in that way. People don't realize because we are in the public eye and when people strongly disagree with us, we put our lives at risk. A lot of people don't know what it's like to get a death threat and people follow up on it. People come to your homes. People like, I think sometimes when people call celebrities out, why they don't speak more is we, we have to think of our lives and our family's lives, unfortunately. And I think people forget that. And well, there have also, been also the thing though, too, that's weird about it is they want them to speak up on what they believe in. Right. Like, they want them to post or IG story, whatever it is, what they believe in, not what right. the celebrity b- believes in. No, which is true because that was some people's comments, right? Like, oh, I love you. You're so fun. But now I have no respect for you. Bye. Unfollow. And it's like, because I posted The Rock and he endorsed Biden. Like, it's like well, then bye. Bye then. Well, and that's how I honestly, I will admit, that's how I feel at the end of the day. Like, I don't want someone to follow me and leave a really mean comment, you know, because of that. I I wouldn't do it to them. And if they posted something that I didn't believe in, I would never send hate. Like, oh, cool. That's what that person believes in. Awesome. I don't. Yeah. So my opinions on it all is that the debate was a shit show. Um, I think shit show was maybe trending because that's what it was. (laughs) It was. But what Uh, the debate reminded me what I see on social media, which is hate. We didn't have a presidential debate that was like, this is what I can do and what I will do. It was let's diss each other, interrupt, act like children. Like I literally watched it and I was I was disappointed. I'll admit I think a lot of people were, you know, but I to myself when I was watching them, I was like, this is what I see in the world today and actually in America today, I see, I see the hate. I see people interrupt each other. I see people diss each other. I see people want to point out the negatives. I see no compassion. I see no love. I see no unity. And it starts from our leaders. We need our leaders to have compassion and not that it has to start from them because it can start from anyone, but it does start to bleed through you know and it's like then we gotta really really step it up on social media with the love and the compassion because the hate is so powerful right now almost that energy is just going through our whole united states and everyone's just feeding off of it right well you know i you bring up a really good point i do feel like the debate is a perfect example of what's happening in america and it's we're not listening to each other They kept interrupting each other. They weren't listening to each other. And that's what we're we're missing is um, we see these headlines and they're just clickbaits. No one's actually reading, researching and listening. You know, even like seeing people who are doing the peaceful protesting, we're not listening to what they're protesting. And same with the other side. We're just all not stopping to listen to each other. And I feel if we would just sit and listen to each other and listen to each other's sides and wants and what is making us so upset, we would have a solution. Listening creates a solution. Look at it in relationships and friendships with kids. And that's what we need to start treating this country in every side. Sometimes I feel like we look so much at red and blue and Republican and Democrat and 
skin color and all this stuff. And we have to start looking as one and let's listen to each other and come up with a solution. I'm just, I'm over like walking on eggshells. I'm over the hate. I'm over the negativity. I'm, you know what else I'm over? I'm over the fear of this country's future. I, yeah. I'm over it. I want to believe in it again. You know, there was a headline over in Asia and it said, it's so crazy to watch the fall of the Roman empire. They were comparing it to the United States that right now they are watching in their lifetime the fall of the Roman Empire. And it feels that way. Yeah. I I completely agree. And you know what I think at times is people have a lot of pride. It's like if they're raised Republican or raised Democrat, they can never go against it. It's like they always just have to make sure their views are that. That's why I like, I'm an independent. I go to an every election and I listen and I see what I feel is best for my views. Now, I'm always, my first thing is I want to hear what you are going to do for the environment, what you're going to do for animals, what you're going to do for children, all the ones who don't have a voice because I'm lucky enough to vote and they're not. So I'm always, I, I listen and I decide I have zero pride. I don't care. Like if it's a Republican president telling me he's going to make big changes for the environment, then I guess I'm voting Republican. If a Democrat is telling me that, then I'm voting Democrat. I can care less. The last election, I voted for Jill Stein. I voted for the Green Party because that year, it made the most sense for me. I literally am shocked how there's so much pride that people have. They can't just like say, guess what? Someone might change your mind. Like I was just a person who kind of is like, please change my mind because I don't know everything. I'm not an expert on politics. I don't know. I do my research, but like so many people just feel like they argue for a side because they are raised in that. And it's like, they don't want to like almost cheat on it. It's like they had just have to be it. It's just right. a weird, it's a pride. I think a lot of pride hurts this country. Pride. But I also think what hurts this country is money and power. Oh, 100%. Uh, We are the one country that it is all about keeping up with the Joneses and what saves us the most money, what makes us the most money. And that, I think, affects a lot of the decisions. And I think it it brings up anxiety for people who have a lot and then feel like they are going to lose it. Then it it brings up anxiety for people who have nothing and they're just going to see people with a lot of money gain more. And I wish... You know, our our country could be different where that even the super wealthy can look on be Robin Hood and how can I help? And I don't mean steal from the rich and give to the poor, but what I'm saying is we need more of that. And I I just feel that if if we could just change the way we communicate with each other and how we listen, we could change so many things. And and I agree with you, Bree. Also don't let other people make you believe in something. Even if you were raised a certain way, do your research. And I think, Brie, we talked about that because of all these different headlines. We'll have people tell me things and I'll go, no way. And then we'll go research it. And I'm like, that's not, that. you're wrong. That's not what it means at all. Oh my gosh. So many people will text me things where they just snap shot something off Twitter, right? They just read the mm-hmm. headline. Right. And then... My husband and I, Brian and I, we do the research and I'm like, hey, you know, like the headline was nothing about really what it was talking about. And they're like, oh, it wasn't. I'm like, so you didn't even research. It's like 
you have to research because on the internet, there's a thing called clickbait. And clickbait gets you to be like, what the heck? And you click it. And then you're like, wait a sec. This is not even about the headline. It's, right. a, it's a thing. And you have to be very careful with that. Yeah. So, you know, this is what I urge our listeners. And I urge you to spread it on. I urge you to research. Any headline you guys read, read the article, research it. Check fact, right? Or fact check. <laughs> fact checked it. Just like we do other people, right? Um, also if it's destroying your families, because I hear that from everyone, families are becoming so divided, create boundaries. Look, you guys at this gathering or on this phone call or on this zoom meet and greet, we aren't going to talk politics. We're not going to talk this. I'm going to respect what you believe. And you're going to respect what I believe set boundaries. Also listen, Listen to what people are saying, organizations, family, friends, speakers, leaders. And it's crazy how much you learn, but then it's also crazy what you find out, what you're passionate about. When I started to do so much research, I remember it was years ago when it was Bush versus Kerry. And gosh, Brie, what what year elections was that? I think 2004 elections. It was the first time that I actually researched and there was no social media, right? So you really had to read and research. I researched on both candidates and I was like, I'm not going to pick a candidate because of what my family's always told me what I should vote for, what party I should vote for. I'm going to do it on my own. And like, I found out so many things about myself that, that made, gave me a feeling that I was passionate about, that I wanted to fight about, or that I believed in that I was like, no, that doesn't make me feel good. This makes me feel good. This is what I want to do. This is what I believe in. And I just urge everyone to do that. Yeah. And I you also know? urge everyone too to like be okay if people have different views than you. Yes. You know, I think one thing we all get caught up is people not feeling the way we feel or believing in what we believe. And that's okay. Just you do you and let them do them. It doesn't take away if a person is good or not. Like At all. If we vote differently, it will never mean that anything else in life. Like if, let's see, me, my neighbor, we vote differently. I will still be there for my neighbor. I will still be the same Brie, helping, loving, all these things. And, you know, that's what we have to understand with this election. And we just got to erase the hate. And we just have to start loving again. We do. We have to erase the hate. And you know, it's actually a good exercise. This just came to my head. Write down the 10 most inspiring people to you. Write them down. And then if you go to research those people, whether they're family members, um, people in the spotlight, past or present, I guarantee you that those 10 people, not every single one of them have the same view, but they inspired you. I can think of four right now that inspire me so much. And I already know four of them that all have different views, very strong, different views. They all still inspired me. They still touched me in some way and helped me become the woman that I am. And we have to remember that. I agree, Nicole. I love, I love, love, love that. Yeah. Cause I think it just starts to open your eyes. And this is again, when when we read all the self-help books and we always focus it on love and with spouses or boyfriend and girlfriends, do the work, work on it, work on yourself. This is an area where we all have to work on because we live 
in a country with a lot of people. We all have to live on the same land. So we all should do the work together too. We should do the work for our neighbors and for strangers. And I honestly think that maybe America truly will have this amazing future and we won't always have to be in fear or have anxiety about the unknown or what direction we're going in. Instead, we can know that like, oh my gosh, our kids have a great future. Like how lucky are they that they're going to be in this country years after we're gone? Just it, you know, being so great. So I agree. That's, that's my two cents about everything. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, 
or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Let's talk about babies. Babies and dancing. I feel like we just, we always have to do just a little Dancing with the Stars update. I'll admit, I didn't watch this week. But Brie, it was Disney week. How did you not watch? It's the best week ever. I know. I really wanted to, but I was so um, caught up in so wow. much stuff. But don't tell Artem. <laughs> I won't, but they killed it. They got, I think, the second highest score of the night. They, a beautiful dance to Moana. Um, Birdie would have loved it, by the way. Aww. So you need to still show her. Um, but I have to say so many people were so impressive. And Chriselle's story, so her and Gleb closed the show and she did Cinderella. But she truly does have a Cinderella story where her and her family were homeless. They lived in a car. Like, talk about someone from rags to riches. Wow. Just a super beautiful soul she is and did a beautiful dance. So she was Cinderella out there. But it was just a really, you know what, it just... It was a really feel-good night. It felt great. <laughs> yeah. Dancing with the Stars Disney night is always a very feel-good night. There's it something is. very special about it. Very special. So there is, I felt like everyone's performance that night was just, I would have been throwing tens probably to everyone because <laughs> I think everyone had their A game. It was beautiful. Of course, my love. He's just, I, one thing I have to say about Artem, and I'm not even being biased, he is one of the best choreographers in the world. And I've heard this from other people and I know projects, big projects, like he helped assist La La Land and a few other big projects. He's just a genius. And you know what I love about Artem is when you watch his dances and they have to do a rumba or a waltz, you're going to get that. You're not going to get a little bit of rumba and then a bunch of other moves. You're going to get a full on rumba. And that's what I find so beautiful about his dances. And then Caitlin just... I mean, I wish I could have been the partner for Artem like she is. She just excels. She's an amazing dancer. Yeah. And I have to say, like, I mean, I missed this week, which I'm bummed about, but I'll watch this week is to me and I'm not being biased. I don't think either, but I feel like there is a difference when I see Artem dance compared to a lot of the other males. Like, I'm just I'm like, wow, like he's really, really good. And they're all great. Right. Obviously, you have to be. 
only the few in the world can make it to Dancing with the Stars, but I'm always mind blown by his dancing. No, he he's literally one of the best dancers in the world. I mean, it's like WWE. When you make it, you're like the best wrestlers in the world. It's the same with Dancing with the Stars. If you're on there, you are literally the top dancers in the world. Like they also have other competitions, but these are the best of the best. And he literally is one of them. And you just see it. I mean, I, I'll admit when I watch him dance, I'm like, whoa, that's my fiance. Like that's Artem. It's so weird. Yeah. He's just so incredible. It's mind blowing. Mateo's really lucky because if he ends up wanting to be a ballroom dancer, he has one of the best teachers right there. Right. And if he wants to be a wrestler, he can start doing the rack attack. And that's right. And his personality seems like he may be more of a wrestler. He's very mm. much mommy. And Brie, can you believe that my baby boy is teething at nine weeks? No, it's crazy. I He might be one of the youngest babies I've ever met who's teething. I... When we went to the doctor, because here I'm like, did my baby get COVID? He has a fever. I'm terrified. No, my baby's teething at nine weeks. He's going oh to gosh. probably be walking and speaking Russian with a full set of teeth in his mouth at seven months. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm just gosh. like, oh And my he's gosh. always so aggressive on your boobs. I mean, once he gets those teeth, you need to watch out for those nips. Oh, thanks. Thank you for reminding me of that. Oh my gosh. I'll never forget when Birdie bit me and she had those two little bottom rabbit teeth. Do you remember how cute those were? They were so cute. And oh my goodness. It sent like stinging pains through my brains outside my toes. Like I screamed so loud and then she like, you know, it freaked her out. But Nicole, be careful. Oh my gosh. Great. Well, one of our cousins, their baby had six teeth at three months. Yeah, that's right. So, so actually, could be that. Yeah. well, you know, it's funny because Buddy, I, I mean, he's such a great baby. Like we were we just know. at, I know we were just at my just cousin's kidding. house and she's like, I don't think he's cried once here. And I'm like, no. I know, but I will say the last couple of days I've, um, really it's the last maybe like, I don't know, 50 hours, but, um, I, I feel like he's going through another growth spurt. And I just showed you, Nicole. Me I sent too, Nicole a picture today where it's one of Birdie's little onesies. And I was like, there's no way he could fit into this. And he fits into it. So now <laughs> I'm like, he was at the 90, gosh, 93rd or 94th percentile. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I, he must be a lot bigger than what I'm realizing. And Nicole, wow. you see Birdie when Birdie will be hanging yeah. out with four year olds and she's like taller than them. I mean, I just, Birdie's so tall. It's crazy. Um, Mateo, his height was, um, or length, I should say, um, is in the 90th percentile. Yeah. I just forget that I have Viking babies. Yeah. Well, and Brie, you have to remember, we were always tall until eighth grade is when people started growing over. But remember how fast we grew? That's true. I mean, we looked at like teenagers walking around elementary school. That is true, actually. We were 5'5 five, five in elementary school, and then we made it to 5'6, and we stopped. Well, you so, want to know something interesting is Brian told me he was the same. Yeah, so see? So there you go. There I, you go. That's right. But yeah, I feel like there's been nothing new this week with Buddy, just a couple little things with growth sport, but other than that, he's just, he chills. He is yeah. a chiller. I love he's it. He's baby. 
Sloth yes, baby is sloth your baby. baby. How's your incision doing? Your scar? So it's doing a lot better. I still am a little swollen on one side. I think I told everyone. I don't know if I told people, um, but I got my tubes cut out. <laughs> we did. Yeah. This mama ain't having any more babies. No, she's not. So I think the swelling took a little bit longer, especially on my right side, but that's kind of where they tie it up. But, you know, I actually, I weighed, gosh, the other day I got on the scale and I was eight to 10 pounds away from pre-baby weight. Oh, so, and I haven't started working out. I've just been so busy and, and I'm tired. And you know me, Nicole, I'm one of those people. I'm like sleep or work out. I pick sleep every time. So I can't wait to work out. I told Brian, Brian's going to start a program for me starting tomorrow, even though I'm going pumpkin picking so I watch that will be my excuse not to start but um he's gonna put a little program for me at the house uh just some cardio and some like light um weights so I can slowly get back into it but like then I want to hit it hard so I I don't know it's it's all going good it's all going really good good I was 12 pounds away from baby weight about four or five days ago and I was really proud and then I've had some fun. I, I wouldn't even say it was fun. Um, exhausted and overwhelmed. So I did some post-mating instead of cooking. Ooh, and that'll get you. Yeah, now I'm 15 pounds away from post which is fine. And I did cardio today. I'm, I told myself, like, you got to start working out now. So today I've started and I'm just going to try to fit in. Even I just did 20 minutes today. And look, 20 minutes can be a game changer. Yeah. So, Well, you know what got me this weekend? And I'm like, Brie, we can't have this happen. PSLs. Because they're back. The pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> but also yesterday, mm-hmm. of course, I like go to a spot and it's a homemade pumpkin muffin. And I'm like, oh, oh gosh. And it was just oozing out of the thing, right? So I'm like, okay, and I'll get one of those and take a bite. And I ate half of it. Then today, all of a sudden, it's a homemade pumpkin croissant. And I'm like, well, oh dang Oh, my it. gosh. What the heck? Yeah. So I ate half of it, and it was delicious. Dang. And now I'm like, you know what, Brie? This once a week, we can have fun. But this can't be all of October. No. That's what October gets you with pumpkin. I mean, yeah. you tell me homemade or world famous, I buy it. I eat it. Like, oh gosh. Yeah, there's this too. place by me that does, they call, it's not cronuts, but it's like, um, a top of a muffin. What do you call a top of a muffin? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't muffin, know. Also a muffin, muffin top? top. But it's a donut type of thing. Whoa. They mix it. That. No, oh my you gosh. Don't you don't understand. No, you got me one of those. I got you one. Yeah. That, and that the ruined best thing my life. Yeah. yeah. They serve it to you all warm. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, sweet butter. Yeah, it was like a muffin Jeez. donut. Yeah, so I need to go peek and see what they have for October, or I should say for the fall, because oh I'm sure there's gosh. some pumpkin one waiting for me. Well, and I told Brian, I, you know, I'm not good at social media. I'm just not. And it's mainly because I, I try to keep my phones away, and I just don't want it to consume me. But right. I told Brian, I think in October, I got to kind of step up my IG story game and let people see me do it. My arts and crafts and my little home baking. Get it, girl. You got to. Be a little I Betty need to do. I've been there. bad. Yeah. You know who I want to be like? Who? Reese Witherspoon has like the best IG. She Yeah, she kills it, right? 
she kills it. I, she has to have a team. I always, but that's just me being a hater. Anyone who's like really good at IG, I'm like, they have to have a team. No, I think or for they some might just people, be good, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I think for some people, it's their creative outlet, right? So like for them, it's fun. They get to be creative and they they feel like they're dipping into that. Yeah, see, I need to get more into my creative side, but I feel like I'm a little weird. So people will be like, oh, wow, she just put up three moon quotes. Is she okay? Like, I feel like when I've done my creative side, people are always like, is she okay? Because even when it comes to Atticus, like poetry I put up is sometimes like sad or like about things. And then they all think I'm talking about my life. And I'm like, no, I just really like this saying. So I feel like sometimes creatively, I'm just different. Just, I think you do you and that's great. I think people would love to see that. I, you know how many times I do stuff and I'm like, oh, I should have filmed that because I think people would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Because I, I love to cook, but I hate filming because it takes my, I got to cook. I'm a mom. We got to cook. We go. I can't oh, like yeah. stop and do videos and this and that. Totally. So, but I do love cooking. I like to do like little fun, little arts and crafts things, especially with the holidays. So I'll try to showcase it. Try to up do my it, game. Girl. Show it. I will. Well, Brie, this has been a very enlightening talk, I do have to say. But you know what? I haven't debated you in like a super long time. And since we've entered the spooky season, I think we need to bring something back from the dead. And that's matchup of the week. You want to take me on? Oh, I love taking you on. Let's do this. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having 
a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve 
as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. All right, everyone. In Matchup of the Week, we pick a topic to debate, and then we'll leave it up to you, our listeners, to vote on Instagram who won the debate. In this week's debate, we are debating on trick or treating during COVID, yes or no. Ooh. That was my ghost noise. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed. <laughs> well, remember, everyone, that we each have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue and then two minutes for a final arguments free for all. Okay, well, who's going first? You or me, Miss Spooky Wookie? <laughs> you mean Ghosty Woasty? Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're such moms. Look at I'm doing mom jokes. This is terrible. Oh gosh. Everyone, Everyone chug. Don't even chug. Drink. Chug for yeah. that. Chug <laughs> for like the multiple mom jokes that just happened right there. Oh gosh. I mean, I'll go first because I think trick or treating should be a yes. All right. And you really feel this way? Or are you sticking up for the yeses? I'm mixed. I'm, okay. There's part of me that does feel it, but also. Maybe there's a part of me that feels like I'm also sticking up for them. Okay, well, let's hear your yes debate, Brie. You got 30 seconds. Ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, so I feel this is the COVID regulations, right? Social distancing, wear a mask. There's nothing better than to cover up than Halloween costumes. Wear a mask, easy to social distance, put like your candy, you be six feet away. I think, you know, go in those certain groups. Like you just have to be smart, right? And I think we we just can't take everything away. I think we're all over that. So let's slowly like just bring everything back. We started going to restaurants, started going to cafes. Now let's do our damn trick or treating. Time is up. I know. Okay, ready? Okay, ready. Are you, you going to put, yeah, you got to tell me go. Yeah, ready. Did you forget? No, I'm about to hit it. Ready, go. Okay, this is why it should be a big N-O because part of this COVID pandemic is social distancing and how can we truly regulate social distancing by trick-or-treating? Also, people's germs are going to be on those candies, putting them in your little baskets. Are you really going to go home and disinfect? Also, what if someone touches what's inside? Like, you're just setting yourself up to be in a very bad situation. And I feel like... You guys, 2020 has already sucked ass Time's so up. much. Time's no. up. Time, yes. Really? Yes. Yes. I have so much more to say. That's not fair. All right. Well, we got our two minutes for a final arguments free for all. So here we go. Ready? Go. Okay. This is my thing is 2020 has already sucked ass. Just sit it out this year. Don't go out. I get it that you're like, but I'm wearing says the you mask. The, it, says you the 36 year old, but what about the little six year olds out there who it's already been hard enough. COVID. Okay. But the, the mask been have holes away. in them so you can breathe. So are you going to put a mask under a mask? No, no actually gonna do that. We're going to ask you know, for another breakout. Do you know how many costumes come with actually a mask? I got birdie. She's going to be sky Paw Patrol. You, okay. Look at you, you guys, get a mask. No, I get it, but why don't this year we just do the Zoom parties? Like, no, have a Zoom I'm party. So Everyone, do Zoom. your Zoom competitions. Let's do it live on IG. We could all look at each other. We could still get dressed up. Bring your own candy. But like, come on. No, no, this is my thing. You don't. And take also, it, by the no, way, no. not all counties, Brie, are opening up. Okay, uh, so LA the County, ones you got to follow the rules. 
Okay, this okay. is what I'm saying. All you have to do is adapt. So guess what? People leave, do a bucket of candy outside. Then use social distance. So stay at your front door and wave in your costume, whatever. We just got to do it differently. We don't but have do to think put a big N-O on Do you going to be that safe when you're knocking on everyone's door? Absolutely okay, but not. That, but also- Everyone who's going out trick-or-treating for candy who just came in contact oh. with that person, are they going to be as safe as you think in your head? But that's because life. you are. Every time I get into a car, not everyone, not every driver is going to be safe. why would you put yourself in that situation? By the so way, I, I don't drive. have two minutes on the clock. Do you? I do. We have 30 more seconds. This is my thing is we take risk in everything we do in life. It doesn't mean I we start taking that. everything away. I but think this is a COVID risk sh- that I don't want to take and I don't think other people should take because okay. you, are you we're affecting- let me talk or no? All I'm saying is if you go by regulations, I feel like we make it different. We adapt. We don't have to say no completely. Let's just all figure it out. Jeez. Do I okay, need to be the leader like of this country? They, no, but just when they tell you to exit a plane. All right. Time's up. No, you always try to get. Nope. Your last minute words in. Nope. Nope. Because I'm nope. a winner. <laughs> Bree, can't we just get along? You know what I mean? Can't you just yeah. listen to me? We, we don't want trick-or-treating to divide us. We should come together on the night that you can eat as much candy as oh, you want. All right. Okay, wait, no. Now you're trying to extend the debate by trying to bring back opening up. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Don't listen to her, you guys. We're going to post a poll on the Bella's Podcast IG. So make sure to head to at the Bella's Podcast to vote. Don't listen to Bree's extra stuff. She's trying to cheat. We and all you can know vote as many times as you want for me. Whatever. For me, too. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes. Thank you, Bella Army. And remember, everyone, we're stronger when we're united. We're weaker when we're divided. Oh, I love that. And make sure to vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. And tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And make sure to head to our Instagram that is exclusively dedicated to The Bellas Podcast. So make sure to follow us at The Bellas Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See, See you, you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, Bye-bye. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.